Hello and welcome to HipCast, the podcast here to improve hip fracture care. My name is Neve Ramsey, Research Assistant at the Australian and New Zealand Hip Fracture Registry. Today I would like to start by acknowledging the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the lands we live and work on at the registry. On this episode, we have Dr. Catherine McDougall, orthopedic surgeon, clinical director of surgery at STARS in Metro North Brisbane, and the incoming chair of the Australian and New Zealand Hip Fracture Registry. We will be discussing the Getting It Right the First Time program in Queensland and its impact on hip fracture care. Welcome, Catherine. Thanks for having me, Neve. So what exactly is the Getting It Right the First Time program or the GERFT program and how long have you been running it in Queensland? So the Getting It Right the First Time program is a quality improvement program that was initially commenced in the NHS. The principles are it's a clinician-led, data-driven program to decrease unwarranted variation. We've been involved in it for the last two and a half years in Queensland when the Clinical Excellence Division of Queensland Health started it within orthopaedics and I'm one of the co-leads. Essentially, what we are able to do is for a variety of metrics that uh, encompass the whole patient journey from time of referral into a service to back into the community, we're able to demonstrate where a particular facility sits compared to the other facilities uh, across the state. And so this means sites are able to determine what they're doing well, what they need to do better, and be able to then share their learnings to improve care for all. All right, fantastic. And what exactly is the process? So essentially, we've established multiple metrics from seven different data sources, uh, and we then determine, you know, the mean and the standard deviation. So the type of metrics we look at is everything from demographics, because we know that that frames outcomes. And so it's very important that we're able to have that conversation to ensure we're trying to compare like for like. We look at access, equity, complication outcomes, Uh, And then other efficiencies, things like length of stay and uh, cancellation rates, things to try and improve the system to ensure it's sustainable. Once we've developed a data pack that's approximately 42 pages, we as clinicians go out and meet the surgeons within all of the different departments in the state individually, and we're able to share their data, really showing them where they sit compared to the other sites in the state. What we found is that, you know, most surgeons and departments are certainly aware of their challenges and and usually aware of the things that they're doing well. After that meeting, we're able to come up with a set of, um, you know, key points that we then as a group take to the executives of the hospitals so we can collaborate together to actually try and, and create the systems level change required to improve care. Excellent. And so how does hip fracture management and the ANZHFR fit into this process? Well, hip fracture patients are such a key group of patients because they're such a vulnerable group of patients. How we care for these patients is really a great sign of how a department or a service is is managing. Uh, So what we've chosen to do is we're looking at three key metrics for hip fracture care. Um, One is the time to theatre because, as you're aware, the gold standard is that should be less than uh, 48 hours, and that's certainly one of our clinical care standards in Australia. 
we look at whether there's an orthogeriatric model of care that these patients are reviewed by the physician in either a, a shared model or depending on the size of the site. And the third thing we've chosen to concentrate on in orthopaedics is whether the patients are cemented if they're having a hemiarthroplasty or a total hip replacement. Um, so when, with respect to the Australian New Zealand Hip Fracture Registry, the first two metrics, that is orthogeri model of care and time to theatre, we're actually able to utilise the ANZ uh, Hip Fracture Registry data directly within our GERF program um, and for the cementing for the hemiarthroplasties and the hip replacements, we actually utilise data from the National Joint Replacement Registry. Right, okay. And over the last couple of years, what kind of progress has been made in this space? So we've made progress, if we're talking just related to the hip fracture registry, um, we've certainly been able to monitor uh, the time to surgery for hip fracture patients. We've been able to institute several changes within specific sites to try and improve the processes to access surgery. Um, we've also now managed to have every public hospital in Queensland uh, signed up and registered for the hip fracture registry, and we're hoping next year they will at least be able to also provide patient-level data. There's still two to provide patient-level data. Um, we're able to utilise and benchmark uh, as the hip fracture registry is to be able to confirm uh, processes that are done very well at one site and, and in our recent GERFT forum actually compared uh, one of one of our sites demonstrated how they uh, managed to get their patients um, to surgery in, in a fast time. Um, we've had significant improvement in the number of site cementing for their hip for their total hip replacements and the hemiarthroplasties. And, and that really came in the form of decreasing the outliers. And so we had a couple of extreme outliers when we first started two years ago, and that is really improving now. So, you know, they're just a couple of examples of how we're improving care within the hip fracture registry. Uh, and it's probably a reasonable time just to plug that, you know, we were really excited in Queensland uh, when the Golden Hip was awarded only a few weeks ago to have five Queensland Health Hospitals in the top 10 nationally. Yeah, that's um, very fantastic. Really the excited. Program, yes, we were excited. The GERD <laughs> program more generally um, has actually also worked to improve uh, some efficiencies. Um, we've had a significant decrease in length of stay for hip and knee arthroplasty across the state. And in, in a 12-month period, we saved... Um, over 600 beds, bed days, which comes to, a, a, you know, a cost saving of $1.2 million. And there's still more work to be done, but, um, you know, we are all keen to support a sustainable system. And the other thing we're really proud of is we've been able to institute uh, prevention of infection in hip and knee arthroplasty guidelines that really are patient-focused, that look at the whole aspect of patient care, and that has been endorsed by both the directors of all the departments in the state as well as by state health. So we're really hoping the focus on patient optimization is going to improve outcomes for those patients as well. Um, so, uh, you know, GERFT to us is about, uh, you know, systems level improvement with the patient focus to always improve quality, uh, you know, with the secondary benefits then of, you know, cost saving and then making systems more efficient so that we can be sustainable.
Yeah, well, it sounds like you've you've really got a lot of momentum over the last couple of years and achieved some pretty great things. It's quite quite wonderful. Um, what are the next steps for the program? So um, within GERFT Orthopaedics, um, we progress then. We've now had our second annual data visits and then we do re- regular review visits. Um, we're focusing a lot more on trauma in general moving forward. Um, access to trauma is something that we have to work on the metrics for. Um, with respect to the GERFT program more broadly, uh, Queensland Health has now announced clinical leads for GERFT emergency surgery, and there'll certainly be orthopaedics that, that is a component of that. Uh, and then there'll be GERFT ENT and GERFT general surgery. So it is going to be one of the key quality improvement programs for the Department of Health run by the Health Improvement Unit and Clinical Excellence Queensland that, uh, you know, aligned with things like the hip fracture registry are going to help us benchmark and improve patient care. Absolutely. And is the GERFT program something that's only run in Queensland in Australia or are there states and territories involved? Uh, so far, it's only run in Queensland. So I mentioned it was started in the NHS. Uh, it was started by an orthopaedic surgeon over there, Professor Tim Briggs, who was an orthopaedic oncology surgeon who commenced it in 2014 and was piloted over there, they've made some really significant uh, improvements in care, particularly around infection rate, you know, and costs per prosthesis. So some significant savings to the system, both in decreasing complications as well as actual, uh, you know, direct cost savings. Because of the success in the NHS, they've now expanded that to not just other surgical specialties, but medical specialties as well. So, you know, GERFT UK is enormous. Um, GERFT uh, Queensland is smaller, but we're starting to get some momentum and that's really just possible because of the, in- great, in- the great engagement uh, from the, both the surgeons and the administrators and clinicians. So at this stage, just Queensland, but I'm, I'm not sure what the future might hold. Definitely. And if, um, you know, other sites in Australia and New Zealand were looking to get involved or get more information, do you have any resources you could recommend? Yeah, absolutely. Well, they they would be very welcome to take a look at the GERFT website. That will give them information on the program within the UK. With respect to our Queensland program, there's a published state report on our Queensland Health website through the Clinical Excellence Division. Um, on that is also our guidelines for the prevention of infection and hip and knee arthroplasty. That's a public document that anyone's welcome to use. And certainly if anyone wants to get in touch with me directly, I'd be very happy to chat to them. Fantastic. Well, I'll make sure I include those details in the episode notes for today. And Catherine, thank you so much for joining us and telling us a bit about the GERF program. It sounds very um, exciting what, what's being achieved. So keep Thanks us posted. Thanks for having me, Neve.